When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Hockey Town West podcast. Here to talk all things Griffins, Firebirds, and Walleye are your hosts, Nick Harrington and Brandon Cook. Oh boy, so four and a half hour drive back from Detroit. How you feeling? Uh, well, we didn't hit any deer, we didn't hit any cars, and we didn't hit any people. Sounds like the Midwest trifecta there. So, I mean, it, <laughs> we, we got there, we got back. Uh, and we got back safely. So you know, I forgot to tell you to watch out for deer. <laughs> yeah. I, I say that to all my customers now as they leave my office. Tells I, your folks I said hi. I say, <laughs> tell your folks I said hi and watch out for deer. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't get it, but I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. So, well, welcome back to Grand Rapids, sir. Yeah. So it's you got good. to go enjoy a big Lions win today as we all assumed they would annihilate the Panthers and they took care of them. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was a good game. The first half was fantastic the yeah. third quarter was kind of slow yeah, and then the yeah. fourth picked up a little bit but uh i put a few bets on it and we'll get we'll get nothing those. hit we'll Dang. get those right before the ad break <laughs> but did you have more fun at this game than the last game the lines uh yeah yeah okay yeah i felt yeah i, 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 had, I had more fun at this one so big lions win yeah. big lions yeah. win i have been in the car for 12 hours it feels like You're i am a trooper for doing this right now i have no idea what's going what happened i know there were cuts today people yep. have left people have gone people are, are still here really so the last have, 24 hours for you have been all over the place where you haven't really been able to look at what's going on at all so. uh yeah speaking of i while i was at the lions game i did sit next to Larry Murphy. That was cool. <laughs> that, uh, he did not say anything to us. We didn't say anything to him. But I, I I, was like, that looks like Larry Murphy. And it definitely was when he started to talk. I was like, yeah, that's Larry. Yeah, good for him. So Taking that was the Lions game, but it wasn't getting bothered. Way up so. in the section 300s. <laughs> hey, that's where you don't get bothered. So he was there the whole game. It was cool. Yeah, it was, nice. That was, was interesting. It was different. Well, welcome to the Monday episode of the Hockey Town West podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm Nick. And yeah, you know, we didn't think there would be a ton to talk about in this kind of between episode of, you know, the Griffins players playing preseason kind of wrapped up and our season preview is the last episode before the season starts. So we really didn't know what to talk about initially in this one. And then all the roster cuts have happened and the last preseason game happened. And yeah, it it provided us enough to generate a decent episode, at least what we hope for everyone here. So so preseason game was yesterday? Yes, the final game of the preseason against Toronto in Detroit. Did we win? We did. Oh, okay. four to three. Um, what happened? Because I was at Muskegon. Yeah, so this one was a weird one. You went to the Muskegon Lumberjacks, which we'll get into at some point here. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure our local fans will be interested in hearing about that experience. But the Wings played a preseason game. It was it was a rough game. Uh, the first half of the game, they did not play very well. It was very messy, very mistake-ridden. You could tell it was definitely the guys, kind of the regular season guys getting adjusted to um, each other. There was some lack of chemistry, big standout and lack of chemistry so far 
I think notably through the whole preseason, but in that game specifically, uh, Debrinkit and Larkin's chemistry five on five is definitely not there yet, and they're going to have to find it pretty quickly, in my opinion. Dang, I'm just I'm just saying they look good in in Travers. They did. I just I, I wish I would have seen more from that in that game. I re- I I didn't see a lot of good passing between the two and. Everything seemed very forced. I know it'll come. I'm not. I'm not concerned about their production this year. I'm not concerned about Debrinket. It'll just take a second to get the chemistry. You just hope by now they would have it completely locked down. But they also didn't play a ton together in preseason. No, they didn't play a whole lot of preseason. No, but running through the scoring here, so no no score at all in the first period. Um, it took till about halfway through the second for any goals to happen. Uh, Toronto kicked it off. Max Ellis scored the first goal. Uh, Larkin, okay, so this was at 17 minutes into the second. Larkin scores with Fisher and Perron assisting. That's a weird line. Yep. Why were they three out three uh, together? I thought it was a power play goal, but I think I'm mistaken. Or the, Nope, it's not a power play goal. I don't. I think it was in between line changes and the chaos happened. Was there maybe a penalty? Before or after, yeah. I think so. Um, so that was at 17.26 in the second. 19.04 in the second, Ben Sherratt with a Sherrocket. That's <laughs> that's weird. Uh, it was actually a beautiful point shot. As we've been talking about, a defense keeps shooting the puck more and more. Uh, he just fired it, and it went straight in the net. Uh, Petrie and Cop got the assist on that one. Nice. Um, and then 1953 into so, the second. Wait, wait, wait. So Petrie and Sherratt were on the same line together? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we really won't, but we will at some point in time, I'm sure. Uh, and then with 6.9 seconds left in the second period. Nice. Uh, Valeno scores a goal, assisted by Christian Fisher and Clem Costin. It's Clem, not Clem. Clem. Interesting. Um, not just on the pronunciation, but that those three were <laughs> playing on a line together. Yeah. So the weirdest part, and I was I was even wrong about this. Well, what was there another goal or no? There was. Oh, okay. That, so that was the second. That was the second period. So like the end of the second period is where the Wings decided to light it up. Like. Again, it was a mistake-ridden game up until that point. All of a sudden, it was turned on, and within like three minutes, we've got a three-to-one lead. Dang, that that was it was a five-goal second period. Is that a timeout or something? Or four-goal second period? Sorry, I can't count tonight. That's all right. No timeout or anything. They just turned it on. That's strange. Third period comes around, sprung with one of the most ridiculous shots I think I've seen. You guys sent this to me last night, and I was like. I gotta watch this, and it was freaking sick. Yeah, so like bouncing Ray- puck. Raymond sends the pass over it, bounces. It doesn't really get to him exactly how he wants it. He plays with it for a second, and just decides to rip it. And my God, he ripped it. It was a nasty release. You know, we talk about Bedard's release. Let's talk about Sprong's release. That was disgusting. Sprong strong. That's what we're just gonna start saying. That yeah, that that release. He just sat there for that second, and then. Teed it up, boom. Like, everybody's like, what? That went in? Yep. That was the craziest. Um, and then... That's crazy. They're missing a goal in this recap here for Toronto. I th- they definitely are. Maybe they took it back. Yeah, I don't know. It's still 4-3 to three score. I don't know who scored the other goal. Sam Lafferty for the Leafs, who is no longer with the Leafs. Um, he was traded today to Vancouver, scored this power play goal in the third period. And I can't remember who scored their last one. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because the Wings beat both their NHL squad with an AHL squad, and we beat their AHL squad with an NHL squad. So, banners are up. No. We own Toronto. No. Not yet. What? 
Not yet. So the the, the oh, auto fans like oh, grab right. us on two wins in a row. We should, you know. Sure, why not? Do the same for Toronto. Listen, Toronto's in pain. They're not going to win a Stanley <laughs> Cup this year, okay? Neither is Ottawa. Neither is Ottawa. You're correct. <laughs> and they didn't win it last year either. Um, final thoughts on this game. You could tell the, the guys were starting to mesh together. There's definitely, they've got the fight in them to not just take it when they're down. The compete. The compete level's there. Ben Simon. Um, no, I mean, it's preseason. It, the only thing you can really take away from preseason is what bubble guys will make the roster and kind of what the play looks like. Did I'm ready we, for the first game. It's over. Did we get any, like, set lineups you think out of this game? I don't think so. I think no. everything's still up in the air. Um, I think as we went into this game, the biggest surprise going into it was the choice of Christian Fisher over Giannis and Bergeron. But was it that surprising at the end of it? At the end of the game, not jumping too far ahead. Not, maybe, maybe not. I mean, Fisher did have a good game. He had two points. He shows his penalty-killing ability, and that's what they wanted him in there for. He's a really good penalty killer. I do like what I see in that aspect. And he, you know, he put on a good game. Um... I guess it's, it's just, we wait to see what the lineup looks like on Thursday. Um, for lines, per se. Uh, it's just the fact that Red Wings preseason's over and our primary focus as a podcast will shift dramatically. Oh, yeah. we, there'll be a lot less Red Wing game recap and a lot more Grand Rapids Griffins and Toledo while I talk. And that's what we're here for, for those that don't actually know who we are and what we do. We focus on the two teams that feed the main team so everyone knows what's going on around here. And we're not even a prospect podcast, per se. We'll talk about prospects in the system, for sure. But we don't focus on every little detail of them. But we're fortunate this year that most of the Griffins team is prospects. So, aside from that, any final thoughts on the Red Wings preseason for you? Who played goalie? Husso played last (laughs) night. Husso and Reimer was the backup. It wouldn't be a a Hockey Town West podcast without some talk about goalie, since that's all we've talked about the last three episodes. Oh, we'll talk about goalies, too. (laughs) So... Uh, I don't have anything. Like, nobody really stood out. I mean, a lot of people were already sent down. I mean, you had your, what, p- three people. You had Cross Hannah still up here. None of the guys that you thought were staying up there played last night. None oh. of them played. So, that's this was, odd. like I said. Why this, did they keep them then? I don't know. Oh. Experience? More practice time with the team? That's fair. Okay, I can make um, that answer. Yeah. But no one stood out for you in preseason of the main roster? Really? Nobody at all? That stood out? Yeah. I mean, on the main roster? Yeah. Mo Sprong? Yeah. Yeah. Sprung. I mean, those those two those two were like... Believing that Sprong will have a 20-goal or higher season is not hard to believe at this point. 20 or 30? I would say so. I would say more. I, would I bet you he's between 30 to 40. Whew! You're I think, hammering that over on DraftKings, aren't you? I think he... <laughs> Yeah, that kind of bit me the butt. <laughs> but um, I think, I mean, he stays healthy. I, I think yeah. he puts up more than Kubelik does. Oh, for sure. I and think he's Kubelik a better finished addition. with like 30. I think he's a better addition than Kubelik. Sorry, Kubi. But that, that's why I think he did. he's going to do about 35. That's where we really feel like we won the Debrinka trade. Yeah. You lose Kubi, sure, but you brought in a guy that is going to produce more than him, I believe. I think you, I mean, he was a, he was a standout and he was a surprise because... We, we weren't really familiar with this game. I mean, I tried to watch some CL games, but they're hard because they're super late. But yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, like, I know it's 8.30, but it's late for me. Other standout for me would be Ghost. 
I think Ghost came in. We didn't really know what we'd get from him out of a defenseman, and I think he came in and really surprised everybody with his play. Um, not that he's going to break up the first line of Wallman Cider, but what he's going to provide the team is stability and power play skill. I think it's good to bring somebody like that's a veteran like that to bring in for Mo to teach him how to run the power play. I yeah. mean, I think that's going to be that. Think that's the play there. Yep, and I think the play is going to work out in our favor pretty well here. But yeah, the preseason's over. It's done. Next up, the games matter. It's crazy. Well, those games matter because we won a lot of those. No. <laughs> they only matter if we win, Brandon. They that's actually how don't that matter goes. at all. Well, we can still see preseason stats for last year. Okay, fine. They matter for that. Yep. They matter. Congratulations. And we watched them. They matter for the analytics, I guess, maybe. We so. watched them, too, so they matter. Sure. And we talked about them for three weeks. So they matter. Also also true. If they didn't matter, we wouldn't have talked about them. Also true. Um, all right. Let's dive into rosters. We're going to start with one thing before the ad break, because I think it's one thing that's dominated our podcast uh, conversation since the preseason started here. What's and that, hockey? It was goalies. Goalies. We know the layout now, at least. We do or you do? We do. <laughs> I don't know anything. I, well, <laughs> don't set me up that easily, buddy. Come on. <laughs> so, we know the Red Wings are carrying three for now. Reimer and Lyon are still in Detroit. Yeah. Obviously, Huso's the starter. So, they're going to carry three for the time being. What I said last episode, and you questioned me on... Became reality. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Hutchinson was signed to a PTO by the Griffins. Yep. And Sebastian Cosa is still with Grand Rapids. And Letheman was assigned to Toledo. That all happened. So Grand Rapids has their oh, two. Where's Where's Jan? What? Jan's in Toledo. Jan Bednar's in Toledo as well. So okay, three in Toledo, two in GR, three in G, in Detroit. Yep. No. <laughs> Are you good? Yeah. It's just. Are you trying to do the math in your head? No, or? it just seems okay. weird, right? No, I, I literally told you that was what was going to happen. It just seems weird. You got three on the outsides and only we one knew in the, two Co- in the middle. We knew Kosa wouldn't be paired with anybody but a veteran. I like, that happened. I like my sandwiches thin on the outside and a little bit more meat in the middle. <laughs> so that's why I like I, the I, buns to be thick. Okay. Nah. <laughs> You're welcome. That's a, Again, you can't set me up for that's this the stuff. Second, that's the second one we've had two in a row. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyways... Uh, you don't have to say I was right, but it's okay. Yeah, we'll clip that. We'll take that right out. <laughs> <laughs> I should uh, take the clip from the last episode and throw it in right here. Yeah. But no, I mean. Flashback. There's the TikTok version. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's what I saw coming. It's what I am happy to I like what they did here. It makes the most sense. You have Hutchinson on a PTO. You don't have them signed to a long-term deal or anything like that. As soon as they're comfortable with placing either Lyon or Reimer on waivers, one comes down to Grand Rapids, and we go from there. And I'm assuming it's after Vasilevsky is back with Tampa Bay, barring any other goalie injuries in the league. Or this sets up the opportunity for Steve to make a trade with a team that needs a goalie. One of the two. I think the biggest thing is why I was concerned about it is because we have so many prospects, and we have so many people that deserve to be, that have earned their right to play on the team. Why would we keep that roster spot for a third goalie? Like, that that was my whole thing. Because I think goaltending, out of all of we have a great prospect funnel, right? 
Yeah. I think the biggest concern in our prospect funnel is goalies. Not that we don't have bad goalies in the system. It's that they need time. So to prevent us having to rush a goalie up to the NHL, we went this route. Because is, we know we're not we're not going to win a cup this year. We might make a push for the playoffs, sure. We're not winning the Stanley Cup. Well, yeah, it's Let's pretty let, hard for the Griffins to win the Stanley Cup. Right. Well, the Red Wings, too. <laughs> <laughs> right now, with this roster. I don't know. But, at the same time, let's let the kids develop more down here. Let's not rush the goalie situation, and let's eat that spot for a little bit of time. Hutchinson's not the full, long-term, full-season solution. Unless we trade a Reimer or a Lion. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, one of those two will end up here with Kosa, continuing to help in his development. It's just weird to, like, sign your starting goalie for Grand Rapids literally two months before the season. <laughs> like, he didn't come from the organization. You mean two weeks before the season? A week uh, before the season? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, what, the guy's been with the organization for two months. The, I don't know if he's the starter here. Shit, well, that's what... I think it's going to be an even split. Why did he get so much time in preseason? Because they knew where Kosa was going. Yeah. They had to be sure... They got a lot of time. They had to be sure what they were sending down here, though. They didn't know what they were getting out of him. Let's be real. The we guys have bounced don't. around so much. We still don't truly know. But if you look at the Griffin's schedule for the first four weeks of the season, there's like two weekday games and then a lot of back-to-backs on the weekend. You're going to see a very even split with these guys and probably see Costa take the weekdays. That's reading way too far into it, I know. But We'll revert back one month later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm happy that they put a veteran here and didn't go the Johnny Kosa route. I'm happy that Kosa's in Grand Rapids and they didn't go the Hutchinson-Lethman route. I'm I'm happy it shook out the way we talked about. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with this right now. That is the one, one of the, one of the roster moves I'm satisfied with, because there's one that we'll talk about that I'm not. I, I mean, Johnny went to the entire ECHL, one goaltender of the year. For the league. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, he should move up. Just start two kids in the back. What, what could go wrong? A lot. <laughs> Especially with where the fan base's opinion of this team is right now. Yeah. You can't take that risk. At the end of the day, yes, this is a development team. You want to develop those people. At the end of the day, this is also a business. Yeah. So, again, well, out of the, two, out of the three teams... I think Toledo lucks out here. I think they have the best goalie tandem yeah, out of the do. three right now. Um, just in their in their retrospective leagues. Yeah. I think the fans will be very, very happy with a Bednar-Lethman combination. Toledo fans are obviously happy they're getting Lethman back. He's he's their guy. They knew Kosa was only going to be there for a year, I think, going into that. Well, yeah, they, I think they were surprised that they even got a chance to see Kosa. Exactly. So, so nothing changes much down there. The roster is definitely going to look very different down there this year, but nothing changes too much in that aspect. Right. Griffins, we have Kosa. That's what we wanted. And we have a veteran. That's what we wanted. We didn't specify who. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we still don't. We still, it could change halfway through the season. We could have a different veteran. tomorrow. Goal. Yeah. Uh, but all assumption is that Alex Lyon does end up getting put on waivers at some point down to Grand Rapids. That's the assumption. He could blow it out of the water with Detroit, and Reimer ends up making that trip down and is here for a season. So, who knows? Enough goalie talk, because that's literally everyone... <laughs> 
is talking about that. You guys are listening to different hockey podcasts hearing the same storyline. Is it? I haven't listened Probably, to Probably, I don't this know. Week. I haven't had time either. I typically do, but I, I just did not this week. So. Oh, I know. What else do you want to add before the ad break? Well, before we jump to the ad break and we talk roster moves, let's break it up a little bit. You went to the Muskegon Lumberjacks. How was it? Went to... First time. Yeah, first time at... Uh, went to Flannel Fest because I saw this on Instagram and websites and stuff that the community does. Their barn is set up way different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Have you been in there or no? Mm-mm. They have two bars attached to the restaurant or to the... They have two restaurants attached to the arena that you don't need a game ticket to go in. And you could watch the game from the bar. Oh, you could have saved yourself some money. Yeah, you... Well... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> this wasn't that expensive to be... No, like, yeah, it was no. like 12 bucks, I think it was, or 20 bucks. So, yeah, tickets were pretty cheap. They're... Uh, it's a small arena. Mm-hmm. It's very Smaller small. than Flint? Or about the yeah, same size? Yeah, I think it's... I would say it's smaller than okay. Flint. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say it's smaller than Flint. Flint doesn't have the boxes, but Muskegon does, and they're kind of like like batting cages kind of set up that way. If that boxes, what were you talking about? Like suites. Oh, they have like suites yeah, yeah, on yeah. the end of theirs, and it's like they they look like batting cages, but they have like food and TVs. There's a ton of TVs around this place. That's cool. So there's college football on every like channel, nice. like every screen. There's I think there's maybe been some baseball, uh, but yeah, they have Rad Dads is in the corner. You go get tacos. Uh, we didn't do tacos, but we did the smoked wings, which was really good. Ooh. Good vibes. And then we did a quesadilla, which was good. And then the other side, there was a bar. I didn't. We didn't order anything from there. And then their concessions is, like, tucked behind the concourse, which was kind of strange, but kind of okay. cool, too. So you didn't, like, there was no traffic from people waiting in lines because everything was behind the concourse. I like yeah. that. Yeah, so okay. that was, um, and they had a team, they had a small team store, nothing crazy. You didn't buy um, a jersey? I did not. The jersey was like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to be here a whole lot to make that travel. I'm trying to. Was it a cool jersey? I've never seen the, I don't think I've seen them. Yeah, they look like the Mich- you know, the Michigan hockey jerseys. Yeah. They look like that, but it says Muskegon. Oh, And then okay. they have the, um, they have the Lumberjack logo on That's the sick. jersey. Okay, I like that. So they have one entrance. Yep. Zamboni comes through, the players come through, the coaches walk through. Nice. Uh, benches are on the other side. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, how else it was set up. But, yeah, it was cool. They, I mean, they crushed Chicago. It was like 11-2, to 2, something like that. Doesn't matter who it is. It's always a good day to beat Chicago. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, it was cool. I am trying to think, like, logistically, it doesn't make sense. Like, I probably won't be driving out to Flint this year on the weekends based on these results yeah to see these games uh even though it was cool to like take my nephew and my family but um like do i make that run to muskegon because it's a quicker drive i can do it there and back and it's not too much on me so uh, you want to see some different hockey experience yeah and i'm trying to think like the u.s national development team that's like what got me kind of like intrigued about the muskegon team and there are days that they play them are, like, hard for me to get to. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was cool. And the kids are tall. Like, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Except the, for the goalie? Uh, except for the goalie. Their goalie from Sweden. His name was Sweden. And uh, he is very short. He's, like, 5'4". Huh. Interesting. Well, 
that's a cool experience. I'll have to get up there and check out a game. I've always wanted to. I just never have done it. I always kind of forget about it, if I'm being honest. So we checked one off the barn. So yeah, I mean, I still want to get down to Kalamazoo too this year. Yeah, we do need to take you to Kalamazoo. We'll take um, before they get to a, their new barn eventually. We'll take her there too. No, cool experience. So now, ad break. Ad break. So you placed some bets on the Lions today. You said you did not hit. I did not hit. What'd you bet on? Jared Goff throwing for like 255 yards. Should have been done. Sam Laporta hitting like 55 yards. He got that, didn't he? I think he was just short. Oh, man, come on. And I needed uh, Khalif Raymond to get a touchdown. Well, I had Sam Laporta two tutties. I had Sam Laporta on a touchdown. I had two. Oh, you only got one. Right? No, I got two. Oh, you got two? Okay. I got two. There were a lot of touchdowns. That's the only bet I, I know. That's the only bet I hit. Jesus. Well, I only bet like two. I think I had another parlay. I can't remember the details of, but I just threw a random bet. It was like ten on Laporta getting two. That's what I did. And like one thirty. So. Hundred thirty bucks. No, for like one thirty. Like one thirty dollars. Oh, you won. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not one thirty. Like Not a hundred and thirty. No. I wish. You cashed out thirty bucks. Yeah. So you won twenty bucks. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty good. It's something. I was just screwing around this morning before the game. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what we were doing. We were just throwing like five, ten bucks in. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of what the other bet was. Yeah, I remember. But yeah. My other bet for the year cashed out. What was that? Max Verstappen winning the World Drivers Championship because it already happened. What'd you win? Two dollars? It wasn't a high bet. I think it was like 30 <laughs> bucks that I won total. Not bad. Pays out six races before the season's over. So hey, there you go. Get anyways, your money soon. Anyways, now to our sponsor. <laughs> The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. For instance, the Detroit Lions play Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. If you bet $5, they will pay out $9.54 at this moment. I know that's one that I'll be keeping an eye on. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the nfl that's code thpn only on DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467-369 in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of blue hill casino and resort Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA. 21 and older, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms in responsible gaming resources. (laughs) Are you sure? Yep. Let's go. Oh god, you did hit record. So... So... So I've been in a car (laughs) for the last four hours and some important news happened. We signed a guy. <laughs> what happened? We signed a guy. Who did? The Griffins. No. Well, the Wings did. Who? To go to the to go to the Griffins. Who are the Red Wings? <laughs> Our second half always goes crazy. Oh no no no! no. This will be good. We're, we're on a roll here. Um. Okay, so who's this guy? So first, back up. Waivers happened, right? Oh yeah, waivers. You were happened. so nervous about this because your dang Zarnik jersey. You selfish. No. Uh, <laughs> I was I was promised I was given expectations that have not been met yet so everybody that was on waivers cleared 
Zarnik cleared, Lethamon cleared, everybody cleared. Nice. Hiroshi cleared. Did anybody get claimed through this entire waiver? Yeah, there's been claims that have happened in the NHL. Like, Vegas claimed a guy. Uh, I think Carolina claimed a guy. There hasn't been many claims, but claims have happened, yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah, those are the only two that I know of for sure. So, um, like, was it like a gentleman's agreement that we're not going to pick up our players? No, but or at so this they point in time, you're seeing a lot of AHL players just getting sent down. You're seeing a lot of people that aren't gonna aren't gonna make the make or break a team get moved around. Like, no surprises. Like Jonathan no. Bergen being sent down. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. No. So the, the waivers that cleared: Zarnik, Gettinger, Hirose, Lethman, McIsaac, Newpower, Rafferty, and Stevens. All of them cleared. Stevens. Stevens. Hmm. You still haven't seen him play. <laughs> no. <laughs> seen him on the lineup card. I haven't seen him play. You know, I can't. Have you seen him play? No. Also, I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna own up to a mistake in the last episode. Got his first name wrong. Yeah, I know. That's why the Mitchell Nolan. Ste- yeah, I was like, I, I thought it started Stevens. with an end. There was a Mitchell Stevens. There was. But anyways, all those guys cleared. All good to go there. Then. Today, the Wings announced they signed Zach Aston Reese, who was most recently played with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Nice. He played 77 games in them last year, scored 10 goals, 4 assists. Another Toronto pickup. Left, left shot center, a little older, depth piece. They signed him to a two-way deal. He is currently, as we speak, on waivers because the Red Wings signed him. He's not waiver-exempt. So they had to place him on waivers. That's 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 important information. Yep. So I thought they were done with their announcements for the day we were going to record this, and it was going to be pretty simple, and that's it. Nope. Right before we recorded, thank you, organization. We appreciate you so much for doing it before we recorded, not that you knew. Or is it that we're just procrastination and we... It worked out well in our favor? Yeah. It or could be. traffic delays in Detroit. <laughs> that also could help us, too. Um... This evening, the Red Wings assigned Fords, Jonathan Berggren, Cross, Hannes, Elmer Soderblom, and defenseman Simon Edvinson to Grand Rapids. Oh, snap. So, what are you oh snapping about? They signed Simon. Simon is coming to Grand Rapids. So we kind of figured that was going to happen with the amount of defensemen that are currently in Detroit. We or me? All. I think everyone kind of was on the same page with that. Right. I wanted him in Detroit. I'm going to clip the episode that you said. Oh, I wanted him in Detroit. <laughs> he was going to start in Detroit, and I said, no, back yeah. up, Brandon. No, He's got shoulder surgery. He's going to do some conditioning. I still think he belongs in Detroit based off his preseason play, but that's neither here nor there. So I can only imagine Wings Twitter or Blue Skies right now is just blowing up with, like, people are just ticked off. Not really. Really? Not that I'm seeing. I mean, there's a lot of question marks, but there's a bigger question mark in that. And it was Peregrine. Yeah. So how many games did he play last year? There was like 50. He played a... He, he got called up really early in the season. Yeah, because he was injured when he was down. He played one game down here, got injured, and then I think he played like t- two more games, and then he got sent up. I never really got to enjoy Peregrine on the Griffins. And you're like, no, this guy's going to be really good. You like pumped him up, and then he was gone. I'm like, Darn. Well, that's Darn. Yeah. Like, I wish I could have saw him. I mean, I saw him in Travers. He was cool. Now we're going to see him again. So how many games did Bergen play last year? 67. With the Wings? Yes. Six, Just too six, short. 67, I know, right? 
67 games, 15 goals, 13 assists for 28 points. We made it pretty clear last episode that we had, or two episodes ago, I think it was, that we had some strong opinions about Barron starting the season in Grand Rapids. We're not the only podcast that said this. We all agreed if it came down to it, Bergen plays in Detroit and Valeno is placed on waivers. Now, Valeno did have a good second half of the preseason, but I honestly don't think that's anything to write home about. No, he didn't do too well in the uh, the tournament over the summer either. No. In Can- well, he actually played really well with Team Canada, except for his... Uh, he played like two games. Yeah, in the two games he played, he played really well. <laughs> You're a terrible human being. Anyways, I wasn't impressed with the beginning of preseason. With who? Polano? With Polano. I wasn't very impressed. And, I mean, Berge didn't really do anything stand out either. I'm, I'm thinking more of in NHL game situations with the roster that was around him last year, which player played better. Stat-wise, Bergen, 100%. Polano played 81 games, 9 goals, 11 assists, 20 points. So he had 8 points less than Bergen. Bergen came in midway, or not midway through, but a quarter of the way into the season, was an offensive injection for this team. Yeah. And played really well. Valeno, yes, good preseason if we're basing it off preseason. The games he did well in were heavily against AHL rosters, except for the one Toronto game. Yeah. So, yeah, I think everyone's raising. A lot of questions around this move. Like, yes, yeah, so you don't want to see a guy put out, like Valeno put on waivers and lose him for nothing, for sure. And I, under- I understand that completely. But when I just go through, like, looking at points last year in this team, the players that played 81 games that performed less than Valeno on the points side of things, nobody. Nobody. The people who were on the team that had less points than Valeno all played less than 60 games last season. So, do you think that they should... So, the reason they moved Bergen down... Because he was waiver eligible. He was waiver eligible. He couldn't move Valeno down. Because they would have had to play on waivers. Yep. And so, do you think they did the right thing and moved Bergen down instead of one of the goalies? <laughs> because that's that's the spot right there. Like, <laughs> we're carrying three goalies, that's the roster spot, or you've got a 13th man out forward and that's Bergen, you know i think it's the wrong player so <laughs> i'm not like again i'm not writing off Flano at this point i'm just not impressed i wasn't impressed last season i made the subtle jokes about it all last season yeah you did and <laughs> he went he went dark for like two months yeah don't get me wrong i love Valeno as a as a person i think he's a great personality for the locker room i think he brings the right things to the team and who knows maybe what we saw towards the end of preseason is what we'll see in the regular season if he brings that same level of play into the season, I will eat my words for sure. Um, and at the end of the day, too, this 100% could be a paper move. Um, because Zach Aston Reese is still on the 23-man roster and is on waivers. So is Aston Reese going to get sent down and Berger and called right back up? The whole last 10 minutes of us talking about this could be irrelevant then. And just us talking negatively about Joe Bolano for 10 minutes for no reason. No, he deserves it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I just hope if it does work out to where Bergen is the one that is here, this doesn't shake his confidence. Because selfishly, if he's playing here, I love it. Because I get to watch him here. I don't have to drive two hours to go watch him play. What else does he need to prove? 
Like, what else does he need to do? Work on on the defensive side of things and penalty kill. He's struggling there. Okay, he's more of a one. Kill. He's more of a one-way forward than a two-way forward. I mean, as it stands right now, again, this could be a paper move. I really hope it is. But as of right now, Bergen's wow. on the opening night roster for Grand Rapids. And that's not something I thought we'd be talking about. This Griffins team is going to be freaking stacked. It's disgusting how stacked it is. Like, <laughs> like there's rules against this, I thought. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> we built a super team in the AHL without building a super team somehow. Yeah, let's be positive now. Um, yeah. Like, for our Grand Rapids, holy crap, you're, op- like, we'll get into lineup projections and things, but, I mean, we've got, let's go through that list again. You said... Berggren, who played 67 games with Detroit, Detroit, who had a positive like contribution to the team. Yes. And you're adding Simon Edmondson, who played 10 games. 9, 10 games with Nine, Detroit. Yeah. He didn't, a, they didn't burn the ELC. No, they did not. So Produced offense in Detroit. Produced, produced defense in Detroit at a high level. Played well during the preseason. So we're getting Simon back. You're getting Elmer back again. Who... You know, back and forth. We're back and forth between the two teams. And you're getting cross back too, which we expected. Yeah. But. And you still have Casper who's joining. Yeah, I mean, it's not fully listed on the website yet, right? But let, let's just, let me run you through this real quick. Forwards. Les Perrantz, Hirose, Elmer Soderblom, Nolan Stevens. Okay, they've updated this quickly. Oh, wait, there's a picture of him? That's what he looks like? Yeah. Okay, I didn't even know what he looked Nolan like. Nolan Stevens, Tim Gettinger, Austin Zarnick, Tyler Spezia, Alexander Doucette, Jonathan Berggren, Dominic Shine, Cross Hannes, Riley Sawchuk, Marco Casper, Amadeus Lombardi. That's your offense, as listed right there. Am I missing anyone? No, I mean, they updated that real fast today. Yeah, I, this is more updated than I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> well, no, because, like, nothing's set. Usually you don't see this stuff set yet. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going with. No, that. I wasn't going to talk trash. <laughs> um, defense: McIsaac, Tuomisto, Vero, Wallander, Johansson, Rafferty, Newpower, Dadaya, Edmondson, and then your goalies of Kosa and Hutchinson. That's your Grand Rapids roster as it stands right now. Why does he look like Tyler Bertuzzi? Kind of does, doesn't he? Yeah, Hutchinson. Hutchinson does. Wow, yeah, they got all the profile picks and everything is listed. Dang, good work. Which I'm glad because now we can start right now our line projections for the first game for the next episode but yeah. like i read those names off you think to last season's roster i wish i wish there was just a button for me to uh i can find them we have it we have them you know who you forgot who oh you're gonna be mad huh carter mazer nope i didn't forget him you know why because he's not listed anywhere because he's not in the grand Rapids roster he's he's nowhere him and matt Loff are still in detroit's roster on ir they cannot move them and no, I'm just saying he, yeah. they cannot move them officially on paper until they're both healthy. That is how that system works for the fans that don't know. So, I mean, Carter's a short-term injury, so he should be here by. It looks longer than oh, you think. Jesus, I, I think we're looking at the first two weeks of the season. We won't have him at least. All right. So we read those names off. That's what the roster stands as now for Grand Rapids. Bring me back to last season for a second. March 18th. Griff, okay. Griffins versus Milwaukee. Okay. You have Taro Hirose, Danny O'Regan, Joel Lesperance was the first line. Okay. Second line, Patas Andreasen, Jasper Weatherby, Matt Luff. 
Uh, Pontus is overseas. Jasper mm-hmm. is gone, and Luff is injured. Your and Daniel Reagan's left. Yep, he's gone. He's the other one. So then you have Tyler Spezia still here. Riley Sawchuk still here. Dominic Shine still here. Chase Pearson who's left. Yep, went to Drew Warren left. Trent Bliss left as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, still in the system. Probably Toledo. Toledo. And then you have Kirill Tatayev as a warm up. That's your forward lines. What was the defense lines that year? Jared McIsaac was on the first line with Seth Barton. Emil Vero, Wyatt Newpower was the second. And then you had Donovan Sabrango with Brian Lashoff as the third. I think Albert was hurt at this time. Albert was hurt. Simon was up in Detroit yep. in March. And what's oh, what I'm missing? I'm sorry, who are the goalies listed there? Alex Nadelkovich, John Lethaman. Okay. What a turnover. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking about McIsaac. <laughs> like that, that that's oh, <laughs> that's he a did a there. That's a huge that's a huge roster change. That's a huge roster change. That's like Deion Sanders level. Yeah. Turning over the whole program. Not to mind you or not to you know, we'll forget. We have a brand new coach. Brian Lashoff is also one of our coaches. I mean, he was still a coach last year. <laughs> Somebody was coaching this team. <laughs> yeah, in one way or another in the locker room, he was being a leader. So, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, my God, what a difference. Like, hats off to the organization for obviously the prospects that they've put together and the way it fell for this team this year. Hats off to the Horkoff depth. and Eisenman getting the depth pieces there. Like, I think it's an understatement what um, Rafferty – and Gettinger will bring to this team. Like, we saw them bring in, you know, Zarnik and Lesperance and Luff last year. We still have those pieces that produced offense, and we brought in these other two new guys who are going to produce at a super high level too. Like, I don't – like, I hope you understand, like, how many points uh, Gettinger put up last year. So when he played last season – Where did he play? So last season he played for Hartford, 52 games, 13 goals, 22 assists. He put up 35 points with that team. That's pr- that's production. If we go back, what was the other name I mentioned? Rafferty? Yeah. On the defensive side, he's going to bring his veteran experience with him. He's played in the league for a while. And last season, nine goals, 42 assists. 42 assists? 42 assists last year. Jeez. You know, it, it's... He's helping it out in multiple ways. Yeah, and that was with, uh, that was with Coachella. Coachella was good last year. Coachella too. was good last. Well, this team's going to be good this year because of Brogan Rafferty. No, because of every piece that's together there. I mean, even when he played with San Diego before that, sixty-five games, four goals, twenty assists, and Utica before that, fifty-seven games, seven goals, thirty-eight assists. The guy's a setup guy. Clearly, I like him. I'm guessing, based on what we've seen so far through the Red Wings preseason, is he's a defenseman that shoots the puck at the net. And magic happens when he does it. That's how you end up with a bunch of assists as a defenseman. You just fire it. Pucks on nets, boys. Pucks on nets, boys. <laughs> like, man, it's just it's just insane to think of what this roster is going to look like in comparison to last year. I now can see why I was so depressed last season. Yeah, when you read that back. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like we had a roster at the beginning of the season that was kind of picked apart 
by injury in Detroit at one point and then injuries here. We were stacking up injuries here. But at the same time, it was kind of like someone took a bunch of puzzles, tossed them in one pile, and tried to make one. Didn't work. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that this year it's not the same. I don't Be- because think that's possible. Because we're throwing pieces. I mean, we're bringing the, a lot more with of the younger level NHL of, players. Yeah. But everybody still has to gel. Everybody still has to come together. Everybody still has to play with this new system with Dan Watson. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be pretty at first. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, I don't anticipate it being pretty. I anticipate good results, but I don't anticipate it being pretty by any means. There's going to be some tight games at first. But at the same time, if you're Michael Hutchinson and Sebastian Cosa, that decor in front of you is solid. You are young. feeling good. It's but young, solid. but solid. A lot of and potential. tall. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I... Going into our season preview, I think our mood's going to be slightly different than last season. Than our season recap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, our season recap was tough to get through. One of the episodes never even saw the light of day. Yeah. I think it was our defenseman one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was our defenseman one. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but I can already tell who my odd man out most nights are going to be. So Why? Uh, I think Wyatt shifts in and out because veteran rule. But we'll we'll get to that next episode. Yeah. So next episode, we're gonna go into lines, projected lines, projected lines, central division, the central division, not the entire AHL because nobody listening cares about the entire AHL. I'm sorry, nobody does. We don't play other teams other than our division except like maybe three times in the season. It's so weird. Eh, welcome to the American Hockey League. It's so weird. So we're going to dive into the Central Division. Who's going to come out on top? I think we know. Um, who's going to come out in bottom? I also think we know. But who's what the middle is going to look like there is going to be the interesting interesting piece. The mushy middle. Yep, leaving that there. <laughs> like, but, like, like in a sandwich. Yeah, sure. To circle back from the sandwich reference earlier. Thick buns. Thick <laughs> You're welcome. Um, anything else you want to add, sir? So I can let you get to bed. It is 10 o'clock. Okay. Which is three hours past your bedtime. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to throw Arby's joke in there, but no. Oh, um, thank God. I don't, I don't have anything. I We have games this week. It was Hockey. We are going to be in hockey rinks this week. It was... Good to be back in a hockey rink. And when you were in Muskegon? When I was in Muskegon. Yeah. It was cold. It was it was good. They I was just trying to think of anything else that I missed. It's been a weird month. You it's know? been a weird month. So I'm I'm ready for the season. I'm ready to overpay for some beers. I'm ready to enjoy it. Um it's gonna it's gonna be a different year. It is gonna be it's gonna be a very different year. It's going to be a very different year. We're going to be more positive. Oh, sure. Anything else you want for the season? Positive vibes. The vibes were good in Muskegon. Vibes, were, I'm sure they were. They won like, what, 8-2? to two? <laughs> It was crazy. No. So, Well, thanks everyone for tuning in to this Monday episode. Uh, we will be back hopefully Thursday is what we're aiming for. Uh, just stick with the Monday-Thursday cadence for the entire season. Um 
we've enjoyed being back two episodes a week. Shout out to us for figuring this out, I guess. You figured it out, sir. No, no, I just I keep just, pushing you way past your uh, I just limit show here. Up. You do just show up, but it, you show up well. <laughs> no, you do enough, trust me. Uh, but thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you all. Thank you to our uh, wonderful host, Hockey Podcast Network, for being amazing as usual and helping us get out to all of your... I was going to say beautiful faces, but we're not on video yet, and I'm not saying beautiful ears because that's weird. Um, but thank you for our sponsor, DraftKings. You have been looking at my ears all night. Because you won't turn your head and look at me. <laughs> uh, thank you to our sponsor, DraftKings, and make sure you give us a like, follow, review on all the social media platforms. We're basically on everything now um, with YouTube and TikTok being slowly figured out here and still hinting at a Patreon. Um, what is Patreon? I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet, have we? No, we have. It's coming soon, guys. But thank you again. Everyone have a great week, and we'll talk to you Thursday. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Hockeytown West podcast. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at HockeytownWPod. And your host, Nick at GR Hockey Guy and Brandon at Brandon GR Hockey.